Dr. Maria Nemeth. I'm a PhD psychologist, master certified coach, and the founder and director of the Academy for Coaching Excellence. This podcast is about you and your relationship with money. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Maria, and you're listening to the Energy of Money podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I appreciate the time that you take to be with this material. And it's my, really, it's my pleasure to be able to do this every week. So this week, I'm going to be talking about the comfort of community. And I'm going to start off by reading a story to you. And then we'll look at the story afterward, okay? There's an old story of a man who had a conversation with the Lord about heaven and hell. I will show you hell, said the Lord, and he led the man into a room, in the middle of which was a very big round table. The people sitting at it were famished and desperate. In the middle of the table was an enormous pot of stew, more than enough for everyone. The smell of the stew was delicious and made the man's mouth water. The people around it were holding spoons with very long handles. Each person found that it was just possible to reach the pot to take a spoonful of the stew. But because the handle was longer than anyone's arm, no one could get the food into his mouth. The man saw that their suffering was indeed terrible. Now I will show you heaven, said the Lord. And they went into another room, exactly the same as the first. There was the same big round table and the same enormous pot of stew. The people, as before, were equipped with the same long-handled spoons. But here they were well-nourished, laughing and talking. At first, the man could not understand. It is simple, but it requires a certain skill, said the Lord. You see, they have learned to feed each other. So, the comfort community. You know, one of the basic principles that we all have is the need to belong, the need to be part of a community. Because when we're part of a community and we participate in that community, we give to that community, and we allow them to give us back in return, you see. It's not always about giving, it's about receiving as well. We're nourished. We're nourished in our heart. We feel better about ourselves. As a matter of fact, research is showing that one of the chief factors that allows for aging in, with health and the ability to communicate with ease is to be part of a community, to be well-nourished. I'm saying this to you because you know, in, in times when we're experiencing difficulty worldwide, sometimes we feel famished. We feel isolated. We ask ourselves, do I belong to something? What role can I play? How can I live a life that is one of being well, having a sense of fulfillment, of fulfillment and satisfaction. And I tell you, 
it's all about being part of a community. Now, it may not be as hard as you think to be part of a community. The first thing I have asked people throughout the years is, um, is there some place that you'd like to volunteer? Now, I know sometimes volunteer can sound like voluntold, <laughs> being forced to participate. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actually allowing yourself to find a way where you personally can contribute yourself. You know, yes, contributing money is very good. Please, it's very good to contribute to, to a cause that, that resonates with your heart. Hmm? But there's a lot to be said for showing up. And there's so many different ways we can now. For example, you've heard about people who show up for various holidays, like uh, here in the U.S. when we celebrate Thanksgiving, going to a place where they're giving people who don't have homes good Thanksgiving meal. And every time I've participated in a program like that, at the end of the day, <laughs> I come away with my heart nourished. Because you see, one of the things that we all want is to know that somehow our life has made a difference. Somehow our existence has made a difference. And when I can see that that's true, it allows me then to feel part of something greater than myself. And I, I say that's so much an antidote to the kind of sense of aloneness that we tend to experience. As you're hearing my voice, you might say, Dr. Maria, what has that got to do with the energy of money? Well, you know, money and donating that energy is a good thing. But you know, there are six kinds of energy that we're here to use in our lifetime. There's the energy of money, the energy of time, the energy of physical vitality, the energy of creativity, the energy of enjoyment, and the energy of relationship. I'm talking today mostly about the energy of relationship. So, what would it be like for you to discover a place in your community where your presence would make a difference? It could be where they, a place where they feed people in your community. It could be a place where they pack food baskets for people. It could be in a place where you read to children who are ill. It could be in a place where you read to someone who has lost their eyesight recently. You read to them or just spend time with them. Even as you're hearing my voice, if this gives you a sense of longing for that kind of participation, 
that kind of relationship. Think about for yourself, where in my community do I know they could really use someone like me? Look at some of the talents that you've already developed in your life. You know, do you have the gift of gab, as we say, where you can talk to people easily? Do you love reading to folks? But you see, the bottom line is find a place. Don't wait until you feel that deep hunger inside where you don't have a sense of being connected to other people. You know, the truth is, we're all connected to each other. And the best antidote to isolation is involvement. I know that during the pandemic, so many of us felt isolated because we, we literally couldn't go out there and play you know, play on the on the scale of being with people and talking and but we can do it now. We really can. And for those of us who really don't have the ability to leave our home at the moment, have you tried Zoom? Have you looked at Zoom groups that you could be part of? You know, something even as as simple as <laughs> a book study club where you read a book and every week or every other week you meet with the same group of people and discuss what the book was all about. My great aunt, Anna, who died when she was 99 years old, up to the point where she was 94 or 5, she had a group that she met with. They had met with each other for about 45 years. They were called the Blah Blah Club. <laughs> and it was a group of people who throughout the years would meet every couple of weeks in, in different people's homes and discuss the issues of the day. And I tell you something, my Aunt Anna, even when she was... 99 years old. She was sharp as a tack. Her intellect had not faded. Oh, yes, yeah, she had trouble with memory from time to time. But to tell you the truth, she was just as sharp talking about some of the issues of the day. Can you imagine that? 98, 99 years old and still interested in what's going on? So, discover a way to feed other people. I mean, metaphorically, if not actually. Find a place that you would love to get involved. Once again, it could be Zoom. It could be in person. But get out there. Don't sit back with a sense of isolation and hopelessness and Things are never going to change for the better. Don't do that to yourself. It affects your health. It affects your cognition. Stay involved. And so 
This is Dr. Maria with a very brief message that I hope reaches you inside of your heart. Okay? Get involved because there is comfort in being part of a community. That's what we were designed for. We were not designed to be isolated. So, I'll talk to you next time. By then, I hope, you have become a member of a community, okay? So right now, this is Dr. Maria saying goodbye for now. (laughs) Take care.